Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirituality Podcast. My name is Peace and we're going to get into some character studies. So if you listened to the last podcast episode, you I did a birth chart reading with a professor, anthropologist uh, named Maisha. And I kind of that I wanted that to be kind of the lift off for what I am going to do, I guess, within myself in the community that I cultivate um, to kind of understand the resources of astrology a little bit better. I decided to do like a character study. So we're going to break down each astrological sign, um, planet, house and uh, whatever else I come up with in the future. <laughs> by each one. So this episode, we're going to be talking about Aries. If I seem to seem a little out of it, I am in a new environment and I'm having to flow with change. So I'm while still maintaining the work regimen that I have for myself to accomplish the things that I want. So this episode is being recorded in an environment that's a little bit different than my normal one. So we're going to rock with it. Um, But before we get into that, speaking of change, I wanted to share some gifts of gratitude. And the first one would be that of change. Uh, I am grateful for spring and what spring brings about and the change and the transition from winter to spring, uh, astrologically and physically in my body. I'm very grateful for that transition. So yeah, that's one. I'm grateful for family. Venus just entered Aries. Jupiter is going to be entering Aries pretty soon. So I'm actually pretty excited that we're getting into Aries this episode because we're going to have a lot of action in Aries and we have some action in Aries. It's been there for a minute. So We're going to get into all the things, but I am grateful for all the things moving into my fourth house of Aries, (laughs) Um, and I am kind of discovering and cultivating and like remembering and, and reflecting on family, on my fourth house stuff, on ancestral lineage, on foundation and the, and the home abode foundations that I have within me and what that encompasses. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the alignment of that. Because as I was embarking on that, all these things were coming into my, my fourth house. So it felt like, okay, I'm exactly where I need to be kind of thinking about the things I should be thinking about. Um, And I'm really, really grateful for that. The last gift of gratitude is I'm so grateful for my ancestors and their constant reassurance that I'm exactly where I need to be and I just need to stay the course uh, and they're, they're, they, they give me this, this feeling of like, it's you and me, it's you and me, it's us, just, just stay focused on you and me and I'm really grateful for how they show up for me. So yeah, let's jump right in as an Aries would, right? So I want to kind of talk about just some overall themes of Aries, right? So Aries for one, everyone I feel like should have an Aries friend, right? Everyone needs someone who's super impulsive, 
who's super creative, who's very energetic, who has that fire to ignite whatever it is that you want to do in your life. That's your Aries. Your Aries is going to ignite that. Uh, How long that ignition stays going (laughs) is it varies. Um, It's usually not very long, depending on what it is. But yeah, they're very good at sparking things. And I love that about Aries energy. Their animal symbol is the ram. Um, So if you think about rams, they're very stubborn. They're very headstrong. They have this tenacity about them that allows them to kind of move with vigor and freedom, uh, which is really interesting because even when they have no idea where they're going, an Aries may seem like they know where they're going or they will figure it out in the, in the moment on the fly really, really quick. Uh, and I love that. Aries are really good business owners. They're amazing artists. They don't really do well in positions where they don't have a sense of like expression and freedom to express. They don't do well in roles where they're micromanaged. They tend to get very, their light tends to get very dim and then they get agitated and it can come out in manners of aggression because they are ruled by Mars. So their, their default is that of assertion and action. And sometimes that comes with combat uh, as Mars does. It rules the war of arm or the arm, the, Yeah. Arms of war. We'll say that. They rule the arms of war. Um, That means weaponry, tactic, how you actively and overtly go about something. That is your Aries versus a Scorpio, which is also ruled by Mars. We'll get into that when we get into Scorpio. But we're talking about Aries and Mars and Aries and all of the things about Aries. Um, What I love about Aries is they are so funny. They're super quick-witted. They usually do well with other, with air, not other, with air signs, um, specifically Gemini, because they can bounce that energy off of each other. Aries do have a lot of energy out the gate, and they don't like to be told to calm down. That is the quickest way to agitate an Aries even more, is to tell them to calm down. Um, so it's not really their, their motive, now, Aries, I would say with an Aries and how they communicate, if you have maybe a Mercury in Aries, your communication styles may be a bit more off the dome. It may be a bit more, oh, I'm going to explore based on this one curiosity that I have and just get the piece of information to feed the curiosity. I indulge in conversations that are sparked from like something I heard, like, oh, okay, uh, uh, an Aries communication style would be someone says the word Basquiat, right? And here an Aries jumps in, has all, has all the things to contribute to the conversation. Before that, they may or may not have been interested. Who knows? Um, they may or may not have been in the vicinity. Who knows? But they will pop up and be like, hey, I heard it. Let's talk. Um, they're really good engaging, engagers, sorry. They're really good at engaging what's already there, Like, say there's a conversation that's being had. They're really good at engaging those conversations. Now, they will spark a conversation with you, but that that depends on, on, 
I guess their willingness to want to talk, right? There's this this misconception that Aries are all there. Yes, they're they're they can be somewhat extroverted or they seem to be very extroverted because they are very action and assertion and how you go forth and do something based. Uh, however, I've known them to be pretty tactical about who they engage. Aries do have a way to kind of be a little bit more reserved, but when you do hit that, hit that button, almost like a, like a, uh, a lighter, when you do spark it, it's, it's on, it's on and popping. We lit, right? We hear. So I love that about Aries energy is that it's, it's engaging, if you engage it, it will engage you, but that just depends on, again, their energy personally. Um, one thing about Aries that I will note that I think is useful for people who may be dealing with an Aries is they do have a tendency because they are ruled by Mars. They act off of emotion. They're not your sign that's going to like sit back and contemplate and think they're going to feel and respond. And the gap in between the feel and respond may be really, really limited. It may be like two seconds, right? And the response may or may not warrant the, the emotion. To them, it does. However, the things that, that transpire from the response may, may exacerbate past the emotional state, right? Um, meaning, Aries are the one, are known or, or, have a tendency to kind of accidentally blow things up. (laughs) They're the ones who like you're talking to them and maybe you say something that triggers them that you don't really think is much of anything, but they're like hurt by it. And here comes the spitfire. Here comes like the quick comments, the witty, the witty comebacks, the, the snide remarks, Uh, They're really good at that, but they're not, depending on the other placements, I will say, depending on their moon or whatever, this isn't, I want to say this clearly right now, this is not a generalization. These are just some attributes that align with Aries' zodiacal energy. So Aries are not really the ones who, they will tell you how they feel, but they're not good at communicating their emotions. Does that make sense? I, I don't know how to say that any clearer than how I said it. They will tell you how they feel, but they are not good at communicating their emotions. Meaning, they, they're the ones that, you'll know. If you piss them off, you'll know. Now, will they divest to you why you piss them off, what it's rooted in, what it's behind? No, they're going to act and hope that in their action you can figure out why, where, how you had them fucked up, right? Now, the problem with that is they tend to kind of leave a huge disaster in their, in their emotional wake and they're not, they're not really the best at going back and being like, mm, I'm sorry, I went a little overboard. That's not really Aries. An evolved Aries, yes. But the, but the original energy of an Aries it struggles with, with the, oh my God, I totally blew up. I'm so sorry. It will, may apologize. The Aries energy may apologize, you know, but they're not the ones that are going to go back and say, oh shit, I burned the house down. I'm sorry. They're the ones who are going to say, damn, the house is burned. Should we go find a new house? 
<laughs> and in there is the sorry for burning it down, right? So that's good. That's, that's a good thing to know about Aries energy. Um, we just got out of Aries season. So if you felt the shift from, you should have, if you're aware, you should have felt the shift from Pisces, which was very dreamy and watery and emotional to Aries, which was fiery and everyone's popping off at the mouth and real, people are real slick. Um, and the energy is real, real short tempered. That's another thing about Aries is they don't have a long attention span for bullshit, which means that they're, they're very kind of short tempered with things. That's not to say that they're, I don't want to say short tempered isn't like easily angered, right? That's the misconception that I would not attribute to Aries. Aries are easily energized. I will say that. Um, but I don't, I don't want to attribute short tempered to easily angered. I want to attribute short tempered to their temperament is very short. It doesn't need a lot to come out and show up and say, I'm here and this is how I feel. And this is the emotion. It doesn't need a lot of that. Right. Um, so that's one thing to note about Aries. Aries, when we talk about love, right? So when we talk about Aries and love, it's very, it can seem love bomby. It's very like, oh my God, I was at the store and I just saw these flowers and I got them for you, right? It's not really planned. It's not super like meticulous. It couldn't, it can seem a bit aloof. Aries are, I will, to my understanding and my intuitive alignment of this, Aries are not huge romance gesture people. They are the, let me give you this here. Let me give you that here. Let's go on a date here. Let's take a trip here. The, the short term, the little things that add up, that is the Aries, the little, the little gestures, the little love um, things that add up. They're not the ones who are going to do the huge, long, planned out ideas um, because that's just, A, they probably have a million other things that they're doing. <laughs> That they just want this to be another thing that they can do and get done, right? Um, now, that's not to say that they're not thoughtful, right? I don't want that to be assumed or conflated with what I just said. They are extremely thoughtful, actually. I think Aries, there is this misconception because they're the first. They can be selfish, but from my understanding, they're selfish and selfless. So with that, they are thoughtful. If they, But that thought and how it comes is is rather sporadic. It's not like a thoughtfulness that's consistent and long lasting. It's like, I thought of you here. I thought of you at this moment. Okay, we're over here. And now we're over here. It's kind of, it's in the, it's on the fly, for instance, their love is very on the fly. And I think in, in relationships and on the fly love is not a bad love. I think it's a beautiful love. I think it's a love that reminds you to be here and be wherever you are and that, yeah, you can plan out a long winded situation or a romantic gesture, but what, something could happen between now and then, and then what, right? So I want to make that clear, you know, Aries are lovers. They fall in love so easily. They love, love, love to them is like, they go into the McDonald's drive-thru and the ice cream machine is working, right? Like that's, they, they, it sparks this love within them, this just overwhelming joy, right? That is 
Venus and Aries. It's very just here and there and and I show up when I show up and I don't really plan it and don't expect me because I'm gonna come and I want like it's it's impulsive it's beautiful it's flighty it's fiery it's uh, it's encompassed as much as it is for the moment that it is like an air Venus and Aries they're not really the ones who are thinking about the five-year plan with their partner right they're the ones who are like I met this person and I'm totally in love with them. (laughs) We've known each other for a week, but I want to get married. If they decide to get married tomorrow, we are totally doing it, right? They don't really need to be with you for five years to make this huge devotional commitment because all we have is this moment, right? I love that about Venus and Aries. Um, Now, Aries moon signs, Aries moons can be moody, at best, they can be rather emotional. It can be hard for them to move on things that don't feel that they don't feel strongly about. I would say um, the emotional states of Aries is it's rather present. It's also very like, does this make sense? Right. If as long as it makes sense to them and feels right to them, they they'll act on it. They don't really care. It doesn't have to make sense to other people. That's why Aries um, are really good at business. However, the cultivation and the relationship building of that they may struggle with because they're only looking at the at what I need for the next step. Um, which means that a lot of things that they may need for twenty steps ahead can be disposable to them the moment that they get it because it's not useful to them the, in this next within the next whatever three steps are on. Um, so I, I will say with that, with the emotional states of Aries, you just have to be aware of your feelings and know that it is not on you to all to do anything with them. I think with an Aries moon, they become a bit restless. They have a lot of things that they're feeling at all these times and they're very aware, but also aloof of their emotions because they usually just act. So it could be like they could be feeling sad, but instead of it presenting as sadness, it's presenting as like, okay, they're at the park and now they're at the grocery store and now they're like watching a movie and they're really restless and they can't sit still or they're like in their bed and they can't get up. You know, whatever the the spectrum of that may be, it's it's very encompassed of the feeling and the act that comes with the feeling. I hope all of this is making a lot of sense. Um, because I'm trying to kind of give you a really clear overall view. Now, I would say, say you're, say you're friends with an Aries, right? And you're trying to figure out how do I communicate with this person? Aries are very blunt. They don't, they're, they believe time is probably the most precious thing. Therefore we should not waste it. Meaning get to the fucking point off rip. Aries are not the ones who you give the huge, long backstory before you tell them what you need. That's not them. They get agitated. Then by the time you do ask for what you need, they're probably irritated because they've had to sit through a 15-minute dissertation on why the fuck you need whatever the fuck you need, right? That's not an Aries. Aries are the ones, come off rip, how you doing? Okay, what's up? This is what it is, right? They appreciate the frankness because to them it shows respect for the fact that they, A, are probably functioning on level 1,000 and have a million things going on, and B, it just allows them to kind of like 
act immediately and not have to like do a lot of back thinking to figure out how to act. Like, what do you need? Tell me what you need so I can just do it, right? Like they don't want to have to figure it out. That's not their strength. Um, they want you to figure it out and come to them whenever you're, you actually need them, right? In that moment, not 20 million years from now. That's not in Harry's. Um, so yeah, that's, that's good to note. Uh, all I have to say, just communicate with them. All the hard conversations. Aries are really good at the hard conversations. I will say though, you have to be weary of how you pull on their emotional strings, on what you say. Does it sound accusatory? These, these are effective communication skills for dealing with an Aries because they are really fiery and one word, you could be saying a million words right and everything could be flowing and one word could fuck it all up. And now the conversations went completely left and it's probably a bit more aggressive and it's probably a bit more back and forth and argumentative and, and it, can, it can jump however an Aries is feeling. It can jump in that direction rather quickly. So you kind of want to be frank and then allow them to feel how they feel. That is one thing about an Aries is they want to feel their feelings. They don't want you to tell them how to feel. They don't want you to try to make sense of it half the time. They just want to feel it and, and know it's there, um, which makes them really great convert or really great people to have emotional conversations with because they're going to feel the thing. If you piss them off, they're going to be mad, you know? And you kind of know what you're getting without having to, like, do a lot of guesswork. And, you know, I, I, so there's something to be respected about that for me personally. Um, so right now we have, and we've had Chiron in Aries for a few years. I want to say since 2019. I may be wrong. Um, but Chiron is our wounded warrior. Wherever you have Chiron in your chart, that is your wound. That is your lifelong wound. That is your lifelong battle buddy that you are going to be healing and mending and unpacking and it's going to be shadowing things to you all your life. <laughs> and with Chiron and Aries, band-aids are getting ripped off left and right. Accidentally, on purpose, by, by you know, intention, by design. But it's all a matter of like, here's all the shit we've been needing to do. Let's just show it. Let's just get it done. Uh, let's confront the wound so we can move on from it. Aries are not the ones who like to have a festering thing that's just unhealed. That's not really the Aries motive. However, they do struggle with having emotional wounds that require them to do nothing but feel. That's not really an Aries suit. They want to say, okay, here's the thing that's wrong with me. What do I got to do? Do I got to go shopping? Do I got to like go to a therapist? Like, what do I need to do to do it, to get it done? Um, that's, that's kind of how they move. Side note, y'all, my friend put me on to coffee with whipped, like, whipped cream on top of your coffee. And it is literally amazing. Um, Yes. So with Chiron and Aries also, I think we are, we are offered a lot of opportunity to see where our wounds are because they're so easily agitated. Chiron and Aries is the easily agitator. It is the one that's like, you say the wrong thing and I'm, I'm, I'm rubbed the wrong way. Uh, meaning 
people's soft spots can get can get touched accidentally, you know? But it pre- it presents an opportunity for us to heal from it. For us to say, "Dang, you, what you said actually kind of hurt there." <laughs> let me let me look at that real quick cuz that 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 hurt. Versus not knowing for a while and you know not like not really being aware of it no the opportunity is going to present itself where you're going to be triggered and you're just going to have to deal with it that's Chiron and Aries so wherever you have Aries in your chart or sorry wherever you have Chiron in your chart that is the area of your life where you're going to have to be healing yourself and the the sign that it's in is the way in which the healing and the triggers may occur so for instance with Aries the triggers may occur with people telling you you do not have control of your emotions that may trigger you it may feel like people don't feel like you can control yourself you may feel like people may feel like or you sorry you may feel as though people doubt your ability to control yourself You may feel yourself that you don't really have control of yourself. You may feel that all the things around you have have affected you to where now you're just so soft and tender, but also hard and and guarded. Um, So with Chiron and Aries, you're going to be presented with people who probably poke. People who probably want to know, who are you? People who probably dig at you and make you see yourself in a new light Um, because that is what Aries is. It's all about self. It's all about how I see myself. It's all about who I am. So these wounds that are being agitated in Aries or in in an Aries way are just going to be things that you kind of need to just get over so you can be a wholer version of yourself. And they're kind of things that are standing in the way or have become a part of who you are in some aspect that you need to untangle, right? Um, so, yeah, Chiron and Aries, I think, has been beautiful because it's really presented over and over and over and over and over again, <laughs> like these little fires everywhere, all of these places where we can clean the shit the fuck up, <laughs> like for real, like we're seeing, okay, nature, we're seeing politics, we're seeing our personal wounds, we're seeing generational curses being broken, we're seeing all, we're seeing all these little fires being exposed everywhere, and that is our way to say, okay, let's work on them. Let's put them out. Let's see them. We can't ignore them. They're here. Now, Jupiter is moving into Aries um, in the coming days. I'm actually pretty excited. <laughs> uh, Jupiter, as, we, as you may or may not know, is the planet of expansion, abundance, luck, growth, faith, hope, joy, um, Seeing things beyond what we can imagine them to be, that is Jupiter. With it moving into Aries, I want to say this. Confrontations can be exacerbated because we have a planet of growth and an enlarging planet, I would say, a planet that amplifies whatever's around it. We have that planet mixing with a plant, mixing with a, a sign that is ruled by a planet of war and a planet of, of confrontation and a planet of assertion and a planet of action. So while we will see a, on one hand, many conflicts arising that all probably honestly needed to arise 
On the other hand, we will also see huge opportunities for growth and independence and people branching out on their own because Aries is a sign of kind of going my own way. Aries is, for how, whether you choose to admit it or not, they are the true pioneers because there's no one that comes before them. No one is there to show them, okay, this is what I did. No one is there to kind of like be those footprints that they can follow. So Aries tend to kind of stumble upon just genius ideas that they just maybe that maybe to them happen out of usefulness or happen out of just like, oh, it's just a normal thing for me, but ends up being this huge miraculous thing overall. Now, Jupiter moving into Aries is going to be, it's going to be there for a while. So this is going to be like a slow process, but this could be for some people, um, moments where you see huge growths of, of money, of friendships, of just like, and it kind of just happens all at once. You may feel like it's happening really fast, um, but then over time, it's going to kind of expand itself out. So you may receive it. It may feel like it comes to you all at once or kind of without warning um, because that is very Jupiter and Aries. It's just like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Hope you didn't, you weren't expecting me. Um, but it is, it is here to have fun and here to party and here to be like, okay, we're going to, we're going to grow. We're going to expand. We're going to have fun. We're going to be creative. We're going to do things differently. We're going to just fuck up and figure it out and make mistakes and not really think too hard about it. You know, that is that energy. So I feel like with that, people can stumble upon a lot of gifts that they didn't know they had. People can stumble upon a lot of just million dollar ideas. I see a lot of businesses being had, I see are being, um, brought to fruition a lot of growth in people's businesses. This, I feel like when Jupiter moves into Aries, the people who take the leaps and the bets on themselves and, and just go after it almost, but not almost blindly are going to be the ones to kind of gain the reward because that is the energy. The energy is just go and trust that all the good things that are there to help you will follow. Um, so I feel like that is a pretty good place to stop. We didn't get into all of the things, um, but we did get into a gist. We did get into a lot. And I hope if you're an Aries listening to this, you felt affirmed. Um, I hope if you know someone or have Aries friends, you feel like, okay, I kind of know them a little better. I kind of understand. It helped. And if you're interested in kind of knowing more about yourself or about the people around you and would like to book a birth chart reading with me, feel free to do that on my website, peacebethecreative.com slash spirituality spelled traditionally. Um, Yes, I am very excited for this character study Zodiac edition that I'm doing this has been great. This Aries episode was super impulsive. I was like, you know, let me just sit down, get it done. Very Aries style. If I plan it too long, I'm going to give myself too many spaces to, to, you know, procrastinate, even though that's kind of, you know, an Aries thing. They're kind of very good at last minute. They work probably best off of last minute. Um, just because they think really good on the fly. They're really, really good, effective, figure out in the moment people. Um, So yes, other than that, my name is Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spirituality Podcast. If you want to stay connected, feel free to follow 
podcast on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, at Spirituality, T-E-A-Y. Until next time, thank you and I love you. I'ma do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finna buy a ringtone and let the phone ring. I decided that I gotta do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta do my own thing. Own thing, own thing, own thing. Please don't hit me in my DM. Promise that my BM gonna slide when she see him. I know she gonna see him cause I'm deaf up in the shower. Take her to the corporate, then I take her to the store. She just like my personal space. Got a circular waist. Pull my shirt when she work, 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 work. If you work in my space, better keep that shit fashionable. I don't like to be bothered when I work, 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 work. Leave me the fuck alone, new fiance, that's my cologne Doing too much and saying too much, that's how y'all ass end up alone I'ma just pimp off, you a send off I don't really ever like to get involved Got a baby, got a house, got in-laws, gonna kick raw I'ma do my own thing